Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Chuck Graham Show. You know, out of all the cameras that I, I bought a camera, an expensive one, I sent it back because it was blurry and it had video noise and the lighting wasn't right and all this other kind of mess. The best camera that I have found so far, and I know I, I'm going to have to go way more expensive to, to get a better camera, is the damn cell phone camera. And it was just crazy to me. But anyway, let's get to it. Um, what really gets me is you've got riots in Philadelphia <clears throat> because of... I'm going to have me some Sasquatch coffee. Anyway, you got riots in Philadelphia because of a police-involved shooting. And from what I read, uh, the guy was armed. You know, the police shot a armed suspect. What the hell's wrong with you people? The police have a right to protect themselves. I mean, if you're going to pull a gun on the police or you're armed um, and you get shot, you just... But see, this is another example of these are not protests. These are nothing but but anarchist and Marxist. And, and you have Antifa and BLM are nothing but Marxist organization hell-bent on destroying this country. So, folks, make no mistake. These are domestic terrorists. But I'm going to move on from there because that's not really what I wanted to talk about today. Mark Zuckerberg and what's the other dipshit? Darcy or Jack. Jack. I'm just going to call him. I can't remember his last name. Are testifying before Congress this morning. Now, this has to do with uh, Section 230. And if you're not familiar with Section 230, it gives immunity from big tech it was actually passed in 1996, and it was mostly for message boards. It really wasn't designed for social media platforms to the scale of Twitter and and uh, Facebook. So it wasn't designed for that at all. It was designed for, for message boards. But Section 230 gives these platforms immunity from any content, from criminal prosecution or civil litigation, for anything that's posted on their platforms, which is actually a good thing, Right. It encourages, you know, creators. But what they've done is when they started censoring the people on their platforms, well, what they essentially did is they become an edited platform. Now, but as it's written, they have the right to take down even constitutionally protected speech. And hate speech, my, my, my good Americans, is free speech. So, Mattal versus Tams, 2017, United States Supreme Court reaffirmed it. Hate speech is free speech. <clears throat> and a lot of you don't know that public display of profanity is actually not a crime. It's been overturned by the United States Supreme Court, too. A little tidbit of information there. But anyway, so Section 230 gives these people immunity. And... They should have immunity, but what they should do is just a little section in 230. All they would have to say is, if you're going to be have immunity, or, or if you edit, fact check, or remove content from your platform, you lose your immunity so that the people can sue that they've actually removed their content because in some cases they've actually taken away people's livelihoods because some of these YouTubers 
make a lot of money um, with their content. And so when, when they don't like something you've said or they fact check something you say, and look, we're not stupid. We can go and fact check stuff. I mean, I can call foul on a lot of stuff I see on Facebook that they'll regurgitate. And I know it's, it takes a couple of clicks of the keyboard, and I know that it's false. I know it's, it, it's bullshit, right? So, I mean, Americans are intelligent people. They can, they can spot bullshit when they, when they see it, and it don't take long to uh to figure it out. So they shouldn't be fact checking. And even the fact checkers are incorrect. What they what the fact checkers do a lot 90% of the time that I found is give a dissenting opinion. They're not fact checking shit and they're not they're not producing any facts that would allow them to fact check and they're so left leaning that it's just unreal, but it's a dissenting opinion and that's what makes the country great. And folks, let me tell you something, the the speech that we hate the most is the the speech we should be protecting. Because today, it's, I don't know, you know, it's something, some offending word or phrase or speech. Today, it's that. And tomorrow, it's Jesus. So, and what I meant by the uh, public display of profanity is when the guy walks into a courthouse in California back in the 70s with a t-shirt that says, fuck the draft on it. <clears throat> well, that went all the way to the United States Supreme Court, and they said that one man's vulgarity is another man's lyrics. So basically, yeah. Um, not to say that a private business can't make you leave for being profane, you know. But anyway, they can set their own policies and standards. But publicly, not so much. Anyway, but to get back to... Zuckerberg, they have went way too far. That's why I, I, my, my major platform is Parler because they don't do that. They don't fact check. They don't censor your speech. It is what it is, and that's the way it should be because I may hate what you say, but you have a right to say it because without free speech, there there is no freedoms. And, um, you know, that's like the dissenting opinions from a hell of a lot of immunologists that say that masks are ineffective. There is a lot of, of doctors that say they don't, they don't work. And there's no, and, and they even, there was an article I read that said it would be immoral to do a double blind study on masks and their effectiveness during a pandemic. Why would that be immoral? Well, because the mask is not, and I, I'm not going to get on a mask tangent. Well, I may, but, the mask is not designed to protect you from the virus. The mask is like the second pair of underwear that you carry in your pocket to give you that warm and fuzzy feeling just in case you shit yourself. The fact of the matter is they don't work and they're ineffective. But you wear them not to stop the spread of the virus. It's to stop the spread of the panic that they, they caused when they gave these ridiculous models that said that 2 million people would die. Now, SARS, that happened back in 2019, and 60 million people got infected. 60 million people. Let me repeat that. 60 million people were infected with SARS. It was a COVID virus, and it was a 78% match to uh, COVID-19. And seven and 68, uh, 60 million people got infected. That's, that's insane. Sorry for the blunder. I was trying to get my facts... To, uh, my facts... Um, right here 
because I was reading reading up on it. But it, the fact of the matter is, is they said, oh, we got lucky. No, you got herd immunity is what you got. And you didn't tell the American people that it was deadly as hell too. And nobody knew. And everybody went on about their day. So there you go. But like I said, it's a 78% match to COVID-19, according to what I've, what I've read here. And 60 million people, approximately 60 million people were infected. Wow. And, uh, well, that's herd immunity for you. And that's what some of these immunologists have been saying, that, that, that's, that you want herd immunity. Until they get a vaccine, which is nothing but speeding up herd immunity, um, well, we're just simply, uh, we're going to get it. That's the only way you're going to get rid of it is enough people get it and get over it. And, uh, you know, and it's deadly to the people it's deadly to. And I've said this before. If you lived your life and treated your body like an old honky-tonk, I mean, is it COVID that kills you? Or is it the, uh, is it the, um, is it the underlying condition caused by you treating your body like an old honky-tonk? So anyway, that's my rant for today and my two cents. So <clears throat> if you like this, uh, the message, hit the subscribe button, hit the notification bell, be notified to up and coming daily videos of the Chuck Graham show. And uh, as always, God bless and bye-bye.